Walker Bueller, the first two innings, has struck out four and thrown just 22 feet. And now Mike Zanino leading it off. He strikes out swinging 95 miles an hour. Eight strikeouts for Bueller, first out of the six. Swung on and missed strike three. Strikeout number nine for Walker Bueller. Third time, Lau is down on strikes, and there's two out. Struck him out, and that is 10 on the night. If I make Ferris Bueller references, you would have no idea what I'm talking about, would you? No. Like, that entire subculture of this 80s pop icon movie is lost on you. Yep. Alright, let's just talk about Walker Bueller then. Yeah. So... That was the game we thought that he was going to have. We said it even after Kershaw had that great game one. We said Walker Bueller's the real ace. Like yeah. when Walker Bueller pitches, you will see the Dodgers at the peak of their power. That's what we saw in game uh, three. They take a 2-1 lead. What did you like what you saw from Walker Bueller? Through 10 strikeouts. That was the most in this whole series so far. Uh, everything was on. His cutoff. Well, I ain't sure if it was a cutter, but all his pitches were on. Since again. He was just striking people out left and right. So, Bueller was dominant from the very beginning. So, in six innings, like you said, he had the 10 strikeouts. But I think the most important part was just three hits. Yeah. Through four innings, the Rays didn't have a hit at all. And then he had the one inning where they got a couple of doubles from... Margo and Adamus where they scored there. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing his name right, but anyway. But that was the only time the Rays offense showed some signs of life in that game. Other than that, Walker Bueller was getting out of innings in less than pitches. 20 pitches. Like yeah. He threw 22 pitches through four innings, and which was crazy because from game one where we, where we, uh, we talked about how hard the Dodgers lineup was making Tyler Glass now work, even when he was getting outs. That was the exact opposite of what Walker Bueller had. Like, you know the key to pitching is to getting out of innings quickly. Yeah. So yeah. the first four the first that way four you innings. Preserve your arm longer and keep your stuff going. Yeah. So after we saw the first inning and we saw he got out of the first inning, I think in like twelve pitches, your first thought was, Okay, he's gonna have a good game. Yeah. That's exactly what I said. Um but so Walker Bueller, I was expecting him to have that game, but I wasn't expecting all his stuff to go that way and him to have that type of game. Well, I did expect him to have that type of game, but I wasn't expecting his stuff to be like that and striking out 10 people. I thought he was just going to have a regular game and get the Dodgers out, I mean, get the Rays out of the way quickly in those six minutes that he pitched. Yeah, so let's talk about the offensive side of it, right? So I think the star of the night for the Dodgers offensively gotta be Barnes. You know, they switch between... What about Justin Turner? Yeah, well, just Justin Turner was very good, obviously. But I yeah. give Barnes a nod just because he did something that we don't usually see in baseball. like yeah. Especially from a catcher. Yeah, baseball is now you hit home runs or you get struck up. Like, yeah. that's it. It's either yeah. one or the other. People always talk about the fact that we don't see small ball anymore. But in one game, you had a guy hit his first postseason home run. But he also scores a key run off a sacrifice bunt. Yeah. Like, when was the last time you were watching playoff baseball and you see someone square up to bunt in a key spot like that 
I don't even think I saw one. Right. So, and you, your first travel ball tournament, you were placed in a position where you had to lay down a key mm-hmm. bunt in the same kind of way. And that so, was a perfect oh, bunt. That was perfect. That's the most. Are you talking about or you? Me. That was the most delicate bunt I ever saw in my whole entire I, life. Okay, I feel like Barnes' bunt was better because no it's no way. It's going. I actually got on base. I actually got on base, and I, 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 I think I scored a run too. I got on base. No, you didn't. You started the inning. I am faster that. than Austin Barnes. Okay, <laughs> not here to talk about you. So Barnes lays down the sacrifice bunt, which. I would say ignited the second Dodger Dodger rally, yeah. and then later he comes up late in the game and he hits a home run. Like you say, it's not something that we you typically expect from out of a catcher, but just that versatility to be able to do both of those things in the same game. Do you think it it helps helps his and helps him become? More I was of a star? also a catcher in that tournament. Oh my god! Yeah, I was also a catcher in the tournament. You want to talk about Austin Barnes And I at almost all, had or? a home run okay. in that game, too. I almost had a home run in that game. So we're just going to talk about you the whole time. Yep. <laughs> now, let's okay, talk fine. about Austin Barnes. Okay, so let's let's go to Justin Turner then. Yes, yeah. Justin Turner did have a, a great a great game all around. I think yeah. this was his best complete game. And yeah. he had the, the home run in the first. He had a double and his glove work defensively. I think you were yeah. more, more impressed by his glove work than anything else. Yeah, it else. was. Um, that was his third phenomenal play, uh, third base for this for this whole series. Um, he was just picking, keeping his head on the ball, getting in front of the ball, what some third baseman wouldn't do, like how Joey Randall bobbled up the ball in the first, and then I think it was Chris Taylor who was hitting him or something like that, but he bobbled the ball at third base or something like that. And Justin Turner didn't bobble at all that game. He made all his plays, make everything, every throw a good throw, and just an all-around good game for him. He's been involved in a lot of double plays. Yeah. He's playing a really he, good he, game at third. Yeah. He, uh, I think that was the one where he had, where he picked the hop, and then he threw it to second, and then they turned the double play. So Redbeard comes up big in the field and at the plate, and for the rest of the Dodgers lineup, they were just they were just doing what they do. And I think it's the games like this where you see that this lineup is just too deep to beat. Like it took it took Blake Snell being unhittable through four innings, and even in that game, like we said after game two, they still had a shot late. So unless the Rays get that on the mound, are we seeing something inevitable here? Because this LA lineup is just too good. I am inevitable. Did you mean to say inevitable? Whatever it is. Say inevitable, that again. Inevitable, inevitable. No, what did you say the first time? Inevitable. That's not what you said. I said inevitable. <laughs> okay, so let's look ahead to game four tonight. You got Julio Urias going on the mound for the Dodgers and he was big. We know how big he was in the Braves series. Yeah. He I would say he saved the season for the Dodgers against the Braves because that game three win and then coming in in game seven to completely just finish Atlanta off in a point where Yeah, so you gotta have a lot of confidence in him tonight getting the call. Yeah. Um usually Urias plays really good pitches really good. His stuff, his fastball, 
That's the main pitch I like about his game. Well, his pitching in game. His fastball always on, always blows people down. Um, I think, I I think he'll have about six or seven strikeouts before before he's out of this game. And that's the thing. I don't. He may not look. That's that's a that's a good number for him. How deep do you think he has to go in this game? Because we're nearing the point where I think the rotation's about to turn over for Kershaw to go again. Yeah. So how deep do you think they go with Urias there? About five. Five and a half, something like that. Yeah, I think oh, probably six if he's going good. Like, yeah, if everything's it, on. it'll all depend on how good he's going because you still have well, Gonsolin and Dustin May didn't go more than an inning. I assume one of them will pitch uh, game five on Sunday. I mean, start game five on Sunday to say who will pitch, you never know because the Dodgers have games where they use seven. And Dave Roberts, would you let this man manage his club? No. I should manage the club Listen, instead of him. There are very few black managers in Major League Baseball, so I am happy that he gets to have this juggernaut powerhouse. And I'll be the youngest, youngest, and black. Yeah. <sighs> All right, that'll do it for Game Four. Stop making this about you. Take us out. It's always about me. Win the game six to two. Take a two games to one lead.